0: We hope you are enjoying the old-time radio programs on the Radio podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network. Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network.
1: With action and suspense out of the Old West comes the most famous hero of them all, Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd. The Ring of the Silver Spurs heralds the most amazing man ever to ride the prairies of the early West. Hopalong Cassidy, the same hoppy you cheer in motion pictures, and the same California you've laughed at a million times. Law, courage, and quick shooting have built a legend around this famous hero. Hopalong is a name to be feared, respected, and admired. For this great cowboy rides the trails of adventure and excitement. William Boyd as Hopalong Cassidy and Andy Clyde as California. Here's Hoppy now with another new story. We call this story the Band of the Blacks and Dem. You never had to carry trouble to Blacks and Dem. The town always had plenty of it waiting for you. It lay on the line that separates Texas from Oklahoma, part in one state, part in the other, with its friendships as divided as its law. It was a bleak town, a brooding town, and its mood was mirrored on the face of a middle-aged woman who stood outside the Texas saloon, listening, until suddenly she twisted away as if running from the violence brewing within.
2: Play the piano, Eddie.
1: Has things to say it's more of the same, Dameron, you'd better strap on a pistol, because I'm not going to take it. You don't have to take it now, Mr. Hardesty. There's ways of settling things without using guns. Yes, and you've been planning on that, haven't you, Dameron? You've been hungering to use those big muscles of yours, eight that you are. you got a reputation of being good with your own muscles, as well as your newspaper, Mr. Hardesty. Why don't we go out in the street right now and settle what's between us? I know I got a feeling Mr. Hardesty don't want no part of anything like that. You came here well supported, isn't you, Dameron? Hope Myers on one side of you, Chuck Blount on the other. But you're wearing a forty-five, Hope. You're going to have to use it if you make any more noise like that. Oh, yeah? Right, right in, and... Hope. Mr. Hardesty's my pigeon. We know you're good with a gun, Mr. Hardesty. But I always heard you was good with your fist, too. Of course, that might have just been taught. Talk's cheap, ain't it? All right, Vamron, you get your way. Let's go outside and settle this. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Hardesty. I've been waiting a long time to hear you say them words. I swear, Huffy, you must be plumb slowing down. Here we ride 60 miles to get to town, and you head straight for the post office. (laughs) The main reason we came in, wasn't it? So we can mail this letter. I'm going in to get it done. Well, you may have hop along past me in California. Hi, Hi, Ouch! What the blazes is that? Almost oh, tripped me in my ear. <laughs> Better watch your stuff, California. That's a keg of blasting powder. Blasting powder? What's it doing here? Oh, that stubborn old moss back of the Clam Phoebe's brought it in. Wanted me to ship it to Elby for him. When I said the U.S. mail don't handle no explosive, and he like to flew through the roof. Then he walked out and left it here. Guess he figures if he leaves it long enough, I'll get in and handle it for him. <laughs> He's going to find out the U.S. mail is just as stubborn as he is. Ain't you taking chances leaving that stuff around? No, oh, ain't nothing going to happen to blasting powder unless somebody sets it off. I ain't worrying none. Well, you've got to live with it. Uh, what's that you're open? A reward poster. Just come in. What was it you wanted, Hoppy? A stamp for this letter. Oh, well. Here you are. Face it on, drop it in the slot there. Let's see that poster. Hmm. Color looks like a dude. Don't sound like no dude, though. Listen to this Wanted for post office robbery. James Carlyle, age 26. Armed and dangerous. Shoots left handed. Is fast and deadly. Send information to United States Postal Inspector, Dodge City, Kansas. Five hundred bucks rewards. Hmm? That ain't bad picking. Uh, if you win for rewards. Uh, no, it ain't. Uh, here, California, let me get by you so as I can tack this thing up on that board there. How's Dan Sebastian, Lies? Is he still marshal on this side of the line? Yeah, yeah, he's still marshal. With Steve Lewis running the law in another portion of the town. And they ain't no better friends than they ever was. You know, I always claim we'll never have no peace here till we go whole hog into either Texas or Oklahoma. Hiller can burn a man down on one side of the street and get away from the law by just stepping over to the other. I like it like it is. There ain't no town like Beckton, Ben for excitement. Here, Come on, Coffee. Let's go, sir. Well, another day. You closing up, Lies? Yep, I'm closing up. Once I throw that bolt, nobody else comes in. Even the president himself couldn't get that rule broken. Well, I've got some work to finish up here. So long, boys.
2: So long, Lies. Hop along, Cassidy. I knew I saw you'd him to town.
1: Hello, Mrs. Fife, We were just... You're on... a
2: friend of Matt Hardesty's, ain't you.
1: Matt Hardesty? Sure I'm his friend. Well,
2: you'd better help him then. He's been talked into a fight with Newt Damron, A fist fight. A fist fight? Well,
1: that's it's only a couple of weeks and Hardesty was thrown from a horse.
2: Don't I know it? But those men don't seem to care. And if you don't help him out of it, that Newt damron will... Just beat him to death. <laughs>
0: We hope you are enjoying the old time radio programs on the Radio Then.network podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network. Check it out and bookmark the blog, which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network.
1: Now back to Hopalong Cassidy and our story The Bandits of Blackton Bend. In Blackton Bend, Matt Hardesty, publisher of the local newspaper, stands in danger of being badly beaten by brutal mute Demlin. Hoppy, knowing that Hardesty isn't physically fit for a fight, hurries to his friend's aid. Before we start this brawl, would anybody like to bet on Mr. Hardesty's chances? Never mind the speeches, Demlin. Just get your fists up. (laughs) Oh, hurry, Mr. Hardesty. I ain't never mind a hurry with you at all. I'm going to take care of your eyes first. And I'm going to work on the rest of that pretty face of yours. But I ain't going to be in no hurry about it. Let's stop the gloating and get started. No use asking him to do that, Matt. Dameron would rather gloat than eat. Wouldn't you, Newt? Cassidy. What do you want? You set on having this fight, Matt? It isn't of my choosing, Hoppy. Dameron's the one who's set on it. Newt can be talked out of things like that. Can't you, Newt? Stay out of this, Cassidy. Hardesty's my friend. He has no business fighting anyone with his fists. That was thrown from a horse a couple of weeks ago, and he's not over it yet. Hey, now, ain't that real sympathetic? Maybe you'd like to take his place. I'm not begging for the chance, Newt. You make it mighty tough for any man you fight. I came into town for fun, not bruises. Then back off and of let to see me settle this thing. Why not just check for that? Because I wouldn't like it that way. But I would. And I'm set on making my point. Now, you hear that, Newt? He's set on making his point. He's wearing guns to push it. Who's your friend, Newt? I don't believe I know him. Hulk Myers, Hoppy. He's a gunman from the border country. I can speak for myself. I ain't backward. I'm saying you ain't stuffing this brawl, Cassidy. Stop working yourself up, Hoke. There's nothing known on you that a cool drink won't cure. Huh. Now that I think of it, I'm glad you moved in on this. You're a big man around here, ain't you? You've got quite a reputation for yourself. What are you looking for, Hoke? A cheap kill? You won't find any bargains in this town. You could even get the short end of the trade. And that's a mighty permanent condition. A big man with a big reputation. Well, I'm asking you not to try it, Hope. I'm blasting that reputation. Here yeah, and now. <laughs> no. Hold no. on, up, Oh, I got you, Hope. Might as well lay him down, Luke. Might as well lay him down gently. Sorry, Hope. There just aren't any bargains in this town. Come on, California. Let's go over to Mob Feist for the lodgings. Oh, uh, one thing, Hoppy. Watch out for Damlin. He generates a lot of hate. He's going to turn it all on you. Take care of yourself. That's the whole list, Bart. Except for some chewing tobacco for Chunky the cook. We'll pick it all up first thing in the morning. See you later. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. I just wasn't watching where I was going. <laughs> you yeah, certainly weren't, Hoppy. Hello, Mr. Hardesty. <laughs> I'm really sorry about bumping the young lady. I'm sure it's all right. Uh, Miss Carlisle, uh, this is Hopalong Cassidy. How do you do? How do you do, ma'am? Uh, haven't seen my son around, have you, Hoppy? I've uh, with him half an hour ago. Left him at the Colorado Saloon. Uh, come to think of it, maybe you're a better bet for what we want. Better bet? Uh, hop along, Cassidy knows that country we were just discussing, Miss Carlisle. He could probably do more for you than anyone else. But, he Help? I never heard him turn anybody down yet. Help, uh, would you walk over to the clarion office with us, Cassidy? There's uh, something we'd like to talk over with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The gist of it, Happy. This boy is Miss Carlyle's brother. And back in Dodge City, they had positive proof he didn't commit the crime that put him on the run.
2: If you could only see him, you'd know that, Mr. Cassidy.
1: I've already seen your brother's photograph, Miss Carlyle.
2: You have? Where?
1: On a reward poster put out for the postal department.
2: Oh, so it's come to that. But I swear Jim had nothing to do with the robbery. He's headstrong, wild even. He's always been ready to fight. But he'd never commit a robbery.
1: How do you figure I could help? You know that, Wim Rock Country Hoppy. Uh, that's where we think he's hiding out. How do you know? Well,
2: Jim got a letter through to me, describing where he is. Mr. Hardesty recognized the spot for my description of it. If you could find Jim for me and tell him to come home, I'd be everlastingly grateful. I'm afraid that if Jim keeps on the run, he might do something desperate.
1: You want me to talk him into going back to Dodge City, uh... Maybe even standing trial? Oh,
2: Tom, you won't even have to stand trial. I can promise him that.
1: All right. If I can find him, I'll talk to him. I knew you'd say that, Hoppy. And now, if you don't mind, I'll run along. I wish you'd come into town often, Hoppy. Maybe you could straighten things out for Matt and me. Matt seems to be fretting about something. Acts as though he's under a strain. Guess the paper hasn't been the financial success that Matt expected. Probably because I've been playing the reformer a little too heavily. Maybe I've been stubborn about it. I've begun to realize that reform editorials can cost a paper friends and business. <laughs> I guess that stuff is sort of like giving people medicine. Something they ought to have, but they hate like blazers to take it. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I've been impatient. I wanted to see it come in my time, but...
2: <laughs> oh, oh! heavens, what
1: was that? Yeah, let me help you out. Yes. You all right, sir? I'm all right, but there was an explosion, Cassidy.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, Pete, what happened? Post office. I just blew all this metarine. The post office? Besides yeah. Watkins, hasn't been by on his way home. He must have been in it. <laughs>
0: You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network
1: Now back to Hopalong Cassidy and the Bandit of Blackton Bend. A heavy explosion has just jarred Blackton Bend bringing everyone in town panting to the scene. And now a mass of smoldering embers served as the total remains of what had once been the United States Post Office. How about it, Marshal? What's the story on Lige Watkins? Well, it's bad. He was waiting to put a shipment of money on the stage.
2: Then he's in there. He's in there. Well, we found it,
1: Marshal. The body? Yeah. The right, whole all right. You better take Mrs. Stipe away. Tom Levitt recognized that else too. The always wore in his watch chain. Well, how about the box? No sign of it. We went through them embers like rats to a grain bin. What's this about a box, Marshal? A metal chest that was scheduled to go out on tonight's stage. Money in it? About ten thousand in bills. What's that, Marshal? What's that about money? It begins to look like this was a robbery, Mr. Hardesty. With a thief covering himself by blowing up the place, which would make it murder as well as robbery. That's right. And I don't have an idea in the world as to who might have done it. I have an idea. I have a good idea. No,
2: Mr. Hardesty, I'm no. sorry,
1: young lady, but murder is murdering. I told
2: you about my brother
1: with incompetence. I can't condone murder, Miss Carlyle. No matter under what condition I heard your story. What is this? I know the suspect, Marshal. No, Mr. Hardesty,
2: don't tell him. The
1: man who's hiding up in the Rimrock country. He was accused of a post office robbery in Dodge City only a few weeks ago. But he didn't
2: do it. I explained about that to him. And I'm
1: afraid I can no longer accept your story. Want to get our posse started, Marshal? I guess we'd better start robbing up men, Pete. All right. Matt, we'll go. How about it, Hoppy? You know that rimrock country? Well, all right,
2: Marshal. Mr. Cassidy, you're my only hope. There's something you've got to see before you go. Please. Please come to the boarding house. I can give you proof about my brother. But the way it looks. Please.
1: All right. Marshal, I'll need a few minutes. All right, Hoppy. We'll be gathering in front of the saloon for Texas. Don't take long. The sooner we start, the better chance we have of coming up with that fella.
2: You've just got to talk those men out of the idea that Jim did this. If they come up to him, he'll fight. And then they'll kill him.
1: Maybe he can be talked out of fighting. I'd better take off my guns, you know. My won't stand for guns coming into her house.
2: I have the letter upstairs, Mr. Cassidy. If you'll wait in the parlor. You will wait, won't
1: you? Sure, I'll wait. <laughs> We'll be in a minute. How about you, Mr. Hardesty? You coming with us? No, no, no Marshal. I'm too old for such acrobatics. And bring that fellow back. How you want him? He's alive. Where's up Long Cassidy? He ain't showed up yet, Marshal. Maybe he don't want to show up. He knows that country. We need him. I'll get him for you. I know right where he is. Thought I'd get a slicker, Marshal. And a little food. Ah, that's a good idea. Might be a long pull. Where's Hoppy? He'll be along. I just sent Newt Damon for him. You said who? Bamron, why? Well, has he been deputized? Yeah, i deputized him, but. Then go on. Then get over to the faceboarding house, quick! the party. I'll be along, Damron, in just a few minutes. Now, you ain't got nothing to do with that's that important. Hey, you ain't wearing your guns. Nobody wears guns in this house. My pipe won't. It's on your mind, Damron? So you ain't wearing guns. <laughs> you don't think I'm going to pass up a chance like this, do you? Meaning what? I'm a deputy marshal, all legal-like. I was sent to bring you over to the posse. Now, if you say you won't come, you're... Resisting an officer, and that gives me the right to... I haven't said I wouldn't come. I didn't hear it that way, Cassidy. I didn't hear it that way at all. You're excited over nothing, Matt. Who? oh boy, Who? Well, here we are now. They're fighting men. Well, then separate them. Now, you must have been right, Matt. Here, somebody had to get my hip off this man. Here comes Hoppy now. What happened, Cassidy? Did Bannon. And... Nothing serious, Dan. Gun went off by accident. This and I did a little scuffle for it. You sure that's how it was? Well, let's get going. We got a manhunt on and an all night ride ahead of us. Let's get going. <laughs> Here's the draw, Marshal. shank will be about a quarter of a mile up. Well, we made it before daybreak. Now, if he's only there, hold it, boy. Hold it. That's it, Marshal. Hold it down, Damon. Sound will carry up that draw like fire. Okay. What are we going to do? If that fellow's in there, we're up against a dangerous man. He's robbed a post office and committed murder. If we take him with gunplay, some of us are liable to get it. So I'd like to take him before he knows what's up. Oh, how, Marshal? Well, we need a man to snake up that draw. And another one to go by way of the lid there. I'd take one of them myself, but I'm too heavy to be much good. So I'll take the first two volunteers. I'll take the draw. I'll take the lid. You damning? Oh, I don't know. I want cooperation. And you fought with Cassidy. said you'd take the first two volunteers. It's my right. Well, all right. You'll get there first, Hoppy. So wait a few minutes before you move in. Any gunfire will bring us all up. Now remember, both of you. This fellow's a killer. We've made noise, and he could know we're here. So watch out for that knife in the dark, dude. Watch out for that left-handed draw, Hoppy. You're both ready. I am. Me too. Go ahead, then. And good luck to both of you. Don't move. You're covered. Who are you? What do you want? I want to help you. So keep your voice down. Are you Jim Carlisle? Well, yes, but I. Your sister Ellen's in Black and Bend. She told me about you. Right now, there's a posse closing in on this shack. I are to have to get you for blowing up the Blackton Post Office. I didn't do it. I... I haven't even been in town. I know that now, but take it easy. There's a lot of moonlight, and we're going to have to get out of here in a hurry, so. You ain't going nowhere. Neither of you. Got them guns, Cassidy? Drop them. got here sooner than you thought, didn't I, Cassidy? How do you think the boys are going to feel about you after this? Let's see now. The man ain't quite safe with two prisoners. I think I'll just tap you to sleep, Cassidy, with his gun. Ah, you, you got him. Man, what a punch. Nah, he's had it coming to him for a long time. Shame he had to get her doing law enforcement work. He's out cold. You better be getting away. And that shot is going to bring the posse here in a hurry. Come on. Well, huh? now what? This is Mrs. Spice's boarding house. Your sister's here. Are you, you sure you don't want me to come in with you? Uh, it's better if I go alone. I might find what I expect. So it'd be a good idea if you got ready to make a run for it. In that case... Things will be tough to you, too, won't they? I might be able to talk my way out of it. Hey, you're, you're doing a lot to me, Cassidy. I won't forget it. My sister won't forget it, either. Maybe we'll all be lucky. I'll see you. <laughs> I just got in town too. Guess I should have started back sooner. You must have remembered what you said. Yes, I remembered. But not soon enough. Not soon enough to get here and really hide that box? No, not soon enough for that. It's still in the house, Hoppy. Then they'll find it. They will if you tell them. I have to tell them Matt. It's another man's life. Or mine. I've had to think about that, too. And the fact that we've been friends. You haven't asked me why I did it. That's your affair. If it weren't for Carlyle, you wouldn't concern yourself. Carlyle and Lige Watkins. Lige had lived most of his life, Hoppy, and this kid can get away. I'll help him. And you and I, we can never look each other in the eyes, Matt. Time heals many things, Hoppy. It wouldn't help young Carlyle. He'd spend his life a hunted man. I had to do it, Hoppy. I've been gambling too. You much. couldn't help that. I can't help this. Well, there are stronger things than justice. I'm your friend. I find it hard to believe, Matt, with you holding that shotgun across your knees. Self-preservation, Hoppy. It's the strongest force in the world. Even stronger than friendship, Matt? Even stronger than friendship. I'm sorry, Hoppy, but I'm afraid you've made it a matter of you or me, so... Oh. oh! you got me. You were too fast, after all. You're not badly hurt. Why, you... No, Matt! Make another move for that shotgun and I'll have to kill you. But oh, they're here. Yeah, they're here. I have my regrets, too, Matt. Deep, deep regrets.
0: We hope you are enjoying the old-time radio programs on the Radio Then.network Network podcast.
1: Now, back to Huffalo and Cassidy and the Bandit of Blackton Bend. Well, Katie's ready to leave, sir. Better climb in. Goodbye, Mr. Cassidy. Uh, Hope you know how I feel, Hoppy. I don't seem to have the words to say it. Good luck to both of you.
2: All ready down
1: there? All set, driver. Okay, head up there.
2: Well, there
1: they go. All smiling and Yeah, Nice to see you. Wouldn't it be like that if it weren't for you, Hoppy? how would you figure Matt Hardesty for the killer ends With that reward poster. A reward poster? Lige Watkins closed the post office when we left, remember? And you never said anything about that poster, did you? Not a word. Never thought of it. I figured not. So outside of Lige, only three people could have known what was on it. You and I and the man who saw it later. When he murdered Lige for that money. So? So out at Rimrock, Matt Hardesty gave himself away by mentioning the information that had been on the poster when he warned me to watch out for Carlyle's left-handed draw. Well, uh, I'll be doggone. <laughs> so will I. Come on, California, let's hit the trail. And so Hoppy proved to the unbelieving bandit of Blackton Bend that justice is stronger than friendship. In our next story, Hoppy and California set out on a week of gestation in loathing. But little do they expect they will get no rest from action and danger when they meet up with a lady who wants to be a timber queen. Don't miss Hopalong Cassidy's next thrilling adventure, Hook, Pine, and Murder. Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd, is transcribed and produced in the West by Walter White, Jr. The Bandit of Blackton Den was written by Buckley Angel, with original music under the personal direction of Albert Glasser. All stories are based upon the characters created by Clarence E. Mulford. This is a Commodore production. <laughs>
0: will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network